It's us. Hi. We're the podcasters. It's us. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Sam. We're the Sibs. And you're listening to Swift and Swigs with Sibs. That's right. This is the podcast where a brother and a sister discuss two of their favorite things, Taylor Swift and cocktails. Every episode, we will choose a song from Taylor Swift's 200-plus song catalog. We'll each pair a cocktail with that song, and then we will break down our favorite musical mixology moments. Hey, Sam, are we ready for it? I think we are. Hi, Sam. Hi, Rachel. Uh, OMG, all I can say is I am enchanted for this podcast this week we are me too in our era's tour era it's we're in our era's era our era's era this is our era's era it's so fun that's that's gonna be oh my goodness that trending phrase that all of us swiggies and swifties use from now on out era's tour has happened we are in it she has kicked off her tour, and we have some content, Rachel. What? Where are you at with this? Have you paid attention? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, okay, last week we said, you know, we don't really want to try to avoid spoilers. Anytime someone would, like, send something, like, I got so many links of, like, read this, look at this. And I was like, no, don't show me anything. Mm-hmm. It's so hard, Sam. It's so yeah. – have you have you it's... avoided content to an extent yes i that first after friday night i saturday morning i was very strict on um social media not paying attention until i came across one swifty's tiktok she basically said we are so lucky to be living in the same timeline as taylor swift we are alive when these things are happening uh so don't hold back. Indulge and just enjoy it. We love Taylor Swift for many reasons, so don't hold back. Just, just l- enjoy like, the content. Watch her do her thing. And I thought, you know what? That's true. It's sort of like a YOLO oh experience. My God. Okay. Um, I feel like I just went to therapy, Sam. You're, <laughs> you're right. Welcome. It's like you just gave me permission to just like, just <laughs> absorb it all. There's never going to be another time. I know. It's, like this. So. All that to say, right now with this tour happening, and obviously there's thousands and thousands, like tens of thousands of people recording everything on their phone and yeah. immediately uploading it to their to the internet. So it's it's going to be just near impossible to avoid it. The one thing that I did want to avoid, I didn't want to spoiler, was the what song she opens with. Oh, okay, I haven't heard yet. Are you going to spoil it for me? I did. I did accidentally find it out. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you. Anybody that's listening who doesn't know, I don't want to spoil it for you either. All I can say is, cool. (laughs) Cool? (laughs) Okay. That's all I'll say. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. But I didn't didn't watch the Watch the opener. Okay. That you just heard. I I heard, and there's track listing out. And I also know that, Rachel, the the entire – set is like 
well over three hours long. Which three is, and a half hours long. It's like forty four songs. Is that right? That's literally double her reputation I, tour. But this might end up being like a top night for me. It'll be and a top night for all of us. For sure. Amazing. Congratulations, Taylor, for completing your opening weekend in Swift City. Next weekend, she moves on to Vegas. I'm so excited for her. So not only did we usher in a seat, an era of eras, we also got four songs. One of, one of these songs was brand new. I'm guessing a Lover Vault track, which I thought was interesting. I mean, we 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 most likely aren't going to get vault tracks from Lover because it's not part of her re-records ever. Right. But right. her process is she writes many songs for al- for certain albums and not right. all of them make the cut. So there's probably vault tracks for Lover and maybe Folklore and Evermore that we haven't heard, maybe Midnight's that, was, that we haven't heard. Yeah. Yeah. And perhaps she'll just slowly release these over time. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that these are songs that she's going to play. I loved all of the songs. I really yeah. did. Like, mm-hmm. they moved to the top of some of my favorite songs. Yeah, and now we have more songs to discuss on our podcast, Rachel. I know. Some of these songs, so this songs came out around the time I became a mother. And gosh, what a beautiful lullaby Safe and Sound would have been for me to sing to my babies and so I was like almost having this like oh I wish I could go back I I was just I was like in this whole emo experience (laughs) me and my headphones and Taylor Swift what was funny Rachel uh, you and I were texting about this too we were not the only ones that had a really tough time finding these songs yes yes (laughs) people were posting about this like where the heck is are these songs and people thought that she was just like trolling us that she let us know she was putting these songs out there but they weren't actually it was like a treasure hunt it was a bit of a treasure hunt and it was sort of fun to hunt for these songs and find them but so yeah congrats taylor on opening weekend and putting these new songs out there what a big week such a big week i'm just gonna segue rachel that those songs is my new shit for this week okay ditto is it yours too yes i was gonna say i had originally I was going to talk about Speak Now because mm-hmm. we're entering into this is like the first now yeah. Speak Now song. Yes. And so I was listening to a lot of Speak Now music after like I played it. So uh but I feel like what took the place after listening after that music was released was listening to that. So Totally. I'm with you. I, I figured we might be on this on doing good and on the same new shit this week. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. I have a feeling it's going to like be a lot of Taylor music that I'm listening to in the next yeah. few months because I just want to absorb and get like in mm-hmm. the zone. Mm-hmm. So, yes. All right. Yes. You know what we need, Sam? A drink. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's. We've been giving a few hints as we love to do, but um, we need to introduce the song, the Swift. The Swift of this week. The Swift of this week is leaving us feeling wonderstruck. We are doing Enchanted. I chose the song this week. And I wanted to get into a Speak Now song. I wanted us to kind of 
to kind of go there. I want to start getting into those. What What's interesting is Enchanted was a, like hit the charts years ago when it came out. It was on the Speak Now album. And in 2021, in like November, it hit the charts again because it became a TikTok trend. That's right. Uh-huh. And so I was seeing the TikTok trend is kind of the, the segment at the very end of the song, the bridge, when she's saying, please don't be in love with someone else. That's a really bad karaoke version of that. <laughs> I could do better. Um, please don't be there in love is. with someone else. Is that, is, was that, that was better. That was a better version. Top notch. So, um, so and the trend was like, Singing that that part, it's like quiet and then it gets loud again. And whilst in a shower or with like a spray from a, a hose or a faucet or whatever. Yep, just and being like, doused by the pouring rain. Yes. And I was like, what is that? So I was assuming that – okay, I'm just going to walk you through. But you really sure. want your cocktail. Are you sure you want me to walk you through this right now? Okay, I'm going to do it. Just going to have to wait. So, so then I was like, wait, why – why the shower? This must be from the music video. I was like, what is this song? Oh, Enchanted. Okay, I never heard of that. This, I'm, I'm sorry. This is where I was. Okay, so I looked at the music video for Enchanted. No, there's no, like, water scene. Why are people doing this water scene? So then I kind of Googled that. That led me to a phrase, which is called an emotional shower. <laughs> an emotional shower. Okay? This is the thing. This is the thing you can learn about. All right? An emotional shower is like a trend which started with a Dido song, Thank You, where it was like a guy mm. who's like really sad and he's like in the shower and letting – he's like in fully clothed and letting the water just like mm-hmm. – and like that became like a trend to show really strong emotion and like not caring about water running all over you while you're fully clothed. So – this song, this bridge segment is like a point in the song where it's really emotional. And we will get into that as we get into this song. But I became so fascinated by, like, this was a long afternoon I spent trying to understand why these people were <laughs> making these like TikTok it. videos. But then I became so intrigued because I thought, I loved that segment. I really loved the emotion of this, like, please don't be in love with someone else. And then, please don't totally. be. Like, I really loved yeah. it. And I loved watching these videos. So I kind of was, but the, the rest of the song surprised me. So, and then I started to really love it. So anyway, that was my trend into falling <laughs> in love with Enchanted. Did you reenact this trend on your I TikTok platform? I never did. And I kind of always wanted to. I know, but it's not really trending anymore. Well, it's not yeah, too late. I might do it. We'll see. <laughs> um, Rachel, I have the same exact story. That is also the very first time no I way. heard this song was the same shower <laughs> trend. That's so funny. And what I and but I never listened to the song ever oh. until we decided to do this song. Really? Okay, so you didn't really. fall down the rabbit hole I did until just now. I, I didn't go down as deep as you, okay. but I watched many of those videos yeah. of just that bridge where they're singing, please don't be in love with yeah. somebody else. And I love – the one I remember in particular, and I forget his name, but he is – like me, he's a dude who loves – he's a dude who loves Taylor Swift. Okay. And sometimes we get made fun of for that. Yep. But this guy is so unapologetically a, a, a total Swifty. 
and he's like a tough dude bro guy. Yeah. And it was his video. He was in the shower doing that, doing yes. that whole thing. Yeah. I loved that part. I loved hearing that song, even though I never delved into the song. Right. But of course, I knew it was Enchanted. It was Taylor Swift that was on Speak Now, and as I've said. I told myself I wouldn't listen to Speak Now right. until her re-recording came out. Right. So I wasn't going to listen to the song in its entirety. But that snippet that I heard, yeah. I thought was really wonderful. I did too. And I couldn't wait to couldn't wait to hear the entire song. So thank you, Rachel, for choosing this song and getting me into a little bit of Speak Now. Now I, I still haven't listened to the whole album. I have to. I have You're to. You're still waiting. You're still holding strong. I'm holding strong. I wanted to this week, but I I I didn't have the proper time to really sit down with headphones and, and analyze it and that's yeah. what i want to do the first time i, I hear it so okay. it's coming um, it's coming but until then i'm so glad you chose this song rachel do you want to get into our swig we need to swig that was a long intro for boy, our oh swift boy. it's time to swig sam take us away what are you drinking okay so i'm gonna pull this into frame obviously swiggies you won't be able to see this until you follow our our um, social media pages but this drink I'm calling this sparkling night. Stop it. I'm not going to stop it. I'm going to drink it. <laughs> this sparkling night is a cocktail for okay, it's purple and sparkly. So that's kind of the reason why I wanted to make this cocktail for this song Enchanted because of course she sings this night is sparkling. Never let it go. Never let it go. Thank you. <laughs> and then, of course, the Speak Now era is purple. Uh, the album cover is purple. Yep. So this is this is a drink that we have at our at my bar that I work at. And so credit goes to Kirby. Kirby, if you're listening, I'm using your cocktail that you made up, which we don't call this Sparkling Night, but I'm I'm reimagining the name for this this episode. It's made. It's made with whiskey, our clear whiskey, sort of like moonshine, but proofed down a little bit. It's got blue curacao and maraschino liqueur, and that's what turns it purple. Mm. Um, there's also lime juice in here, and then edible sparkly glitter. So it's uh, it's a little bit sweet, tinge bit fruity, and sparkly. Just like Taylor is on the cover of just, this album. Yes. Just like she is in a lot of her bejeweled dresses and everything. Yeah, so that's what I'm drinking, Rachel. Blue Curacao, maraschino liqueur, whiskey, lime juice, and edible glitter. I love it. Cheers. Cheers. Your turn. Okay, I need what to get got? mine. I got to get mine just a second. Okay. <laughs> I just about killed myself. <laughs> Swiggy's, what you can't see is Rachel. I don't even know what happened, but all I heard was, oh, God, oh, oh. You're going to cut this out, Sam. You <laughs> tripped over my cord. Okay, I'm back. I got my drink. Okay, Sam, I feel like you're, like, trolling me because my cocktail is called This Sparkling Night. No way, Rachel. Two <laughs> weeks in a row? Two weeks in a row. Come on. Two weeks is in a row. Is it also purple and sparkly? Yes, just wait, just wait. Uh, it, it's it's yeah okay. So remember back, way back when I was trying to make a uh, spark a purple drink and for lover, I think it was yes. lover. No, it wasn't lover. It was lavender haze. Duh. Lavender haze. Yep. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I got a re redo. Okay. I got my butterfly PT, and so I was yes. a, I 
I let the gin, that's the spirit of the song, I let a, the gin soak in the butterfly tea. Yes. And it, I was surprised it only took about, like, five minutes or so to really mm. turn that, like, purpley color. Or blue. It's like a dark blue. Yes. So you start with your gin. You've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. The gin, the dark blue, turns kind of a pinkish color as soon as you add lemon juice to it. Mm-hmm. So this is – but I wanted to add in some fl- floral elements. The song kind of gives me – field of flowery delight mm-hmm. kind of vibes enchanted just gives me like fairy tale vibes totally. and i think of flowers so so um i wanted some elderflower liqueur to mm-hmm. give it a little bit of some floral happening um so it's a bit of a french 75 love that which would which is gin lemon juice elderflower liqueur like a saint germain but i had a local one and then um you could use sparkling wine. I decided to use sparkling water, like a lemon sparkling water. And, oh, and some simple syrup. And then, but Sam, I added edible glitter Get as well. Get the F out of here, Rachel. I'm not kidding. And I thought it was going to blow your mind because I didn't think you'd ever <laughs> used it before. And you totally stole my my I, idea I didn't steal or i stole your idea on the same beautiful sparkly page it's so it's Rachel. perfect it's perfect for the cocktail i can't wait until uh our <laughs> swiggies can see the drinks side by side because i think they're going to be really like i think they're going to be enchanted sam this, this is wonderful rachel it is i know cheers cheers, cheers to our sparkly nights yeah we're not going to let it go our cocktails are different, but they have so right. many similar qualities as well. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So we've got our Swift, we've got our Swigs. Let's, and we, we did give a pretty good introduction to the spirit of the song, but I really think we need to talk about, like, the general, like, what is this song in, generally about? Do you want to give us an intro? What's mm-hmm. the spirit of this song? Yeah. Enchanted. Enchanted is about being infatuated with somebody it's it's sort of like love at first sight Mm -hmm. she's singing about sort of like a love at first sight type of story i think she's very aware that this this love won't ever happen but she can still dream about it and she can still be mesmerized by it and it's a it's a very sweet a little bit sad song about loving someone in your own heart, in your own mind, even though they won't maybe come to be. Yeah. It's right? interesting you said sad. I'll get into it later. I actually, mm-hmm. I I don't, I realized I don't, I thought it was sadness. And as I started to listen to the song a little bit more, I don't think there's sadness there. Okay. Um, As much, I don't think so, as much. It, it depends on the perspective that you take. But I actually yes. found a little bit of just like contentment and the wonderment of it all um so but yes the infatuation is it's it's a lot like it it gives off this romeo juliet kind of first sight uh west side story where you see somebody across the room and like everything pauses and you like meet this person Mm -hmm. so what was interesting is Taylor wrote this. So I'm going to get into the story because you know I love, like, the full detail. Yeah. Who is this yeah. about? get into it. 
Taylor wrote this after being at an event, kind of like a meet and greet type schmoozy thing, where she met Adam from Owl City, which I'm going to admit right here when I I learned about this story first from a podcast, uh, every single album, they give me all my content. For the longest time, I thought this was Owl City, like... What? Al's Toy Barn from Toy Story. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is how I visualized it. I even searched in Spotify to find the guy that sings for A.L. Space City. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – there you go. I embarrassed myself. Never heard of Owl City. Maybe the rest of our listeners have, know of this guy. That. So, anyway, now that I've embarrassed myself, Adam Have you from, never heard of their Firefly song? No. Really? That was such a big I mean, hit. maybe I know the song. I probably know mm-hmm. the song, but I don't know Owl City. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't They're pretty I'll look yeah. it up. One hit wonder band. I'll put it on my homework list. Okay. So she <laughs> met Adam from Owl the Bird City. <laughs> and it was like she was enchanted to meet him. Mm-hmm. And she went home and she like wrote this down. He sent her an email that said I'm sorry I didn't talk very long. I was wonderstruck. Hmm. And she loved that word. And so she latched on to that word and used it. Okay. So, but what's interesting, after writing this song, he writes a cover of Enchanted. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure the Swifties don't like the song. I don't. I I don't know what the other Swifties said. I kind of... I didn't know. Am I alone in this? Do I? No, you're not. No, you are not alone. In it's fact, it's very cringy. Yes. So Taylor, it's so cringy. Oh Taylor, I was so enchanted to meet you too. I, I'll read you some <laughs> of the words because I, yes, I, I got them. He sings, "I was never in love with someone else." You know, as a response, I never mm-hmm. had somebody waiting on me. Because you were all of my dreams come true, and I just wish you knew, Taylor, I was so in love with you. Okay, so it's so awkward because (laughs) she didn't even respond to it. Like, didn't even, like, like it or, like, thank you. She just (laughs) ghosted it. She she didn't even give it a thumbs up. One hundo ghost, okay? (laughs) And... Which I think is how Taylor, pers- I mean, she's not angry with him. I think she was just super cringe. Like, ew, not for I me. I mean, but it, what's so weird is that this relationship didn't ever happen. The fact that she's singing, please don't be in love with somebody else, makes it pretty clear that she kind of wants him for herself. And then for him to respond with, I kind of want you too. But what happened there? How did they... See, okay. how did they not get together? Do we go into the lyrics now, Sam? Because I I, I have my thoughts. Okay, let's, well, let's put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. What happened, Taylor? We're going to resolve that. Okay? So that's the spirit. Oh my so, God. yes, that is the spirit of the song. The one thing I wanted to mention before we move on to how this song was mixed. and the, Well, first of all, there's two things. One, we've got a, we've got a perfume from this, mm-hmm. this song, a Wonderstruck. Okay, we cannot leave that out. Yes, yes. I'm wearing it right now, actually. Which, another thing, awkward, like, uh, for, like, that guy, like, she, I just ignored that comment, didn't I? 
Would you like me to acknowledge the fact that you just said you're very wonderstruck? Thank you, yes. I was I was embarrassed for you, Sam, so I was going to try to move right on quickly, but nope. Nope, I decided to call you out. I mean, this this song, though, this is still kind of on the topic of the spirit of the song, is a fan favorite song. So, yeah. and, and it's the most played song off of the Speak Now album. It has the most streams by a lot, and mm-hmm. it and for logical reasons too. Because Rachel, I freaking love this song. I really song. fell in love with this as I listened to it for the very first time this week, and it it doesn't speak to me in a in a relatable sense. But I love the sound of it. I love her emotion behind it. And I, I'm not alone in that. I think it's a huge fan favorite. And You know why I think you love this song? And why, why? I think other people love this song? Because it's not about John Mayer, who I, I love John Mayer. And I get really <laughs> sad when she has John Mayer hate songs. Oh, we haven't even dove, dived into John Mayer yet. I almost it's, chose Dear John. I almost did. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. This is why you like this song, I think. We're going to break into our musical mixology now, Sam. Okay, this great. This is... Yes. A power ballad. A power okay? ballad, absolutely. Yes. Which, again, I had to go to the internet to find out, wait, what does it mean? The Why internet is, is being... such a wonderful place, isn't it? Isn't it great? Uh, we'll put the internet in the show notes. <laughs> Tag <laughs> at the internet. At the internet. The internet is oh. actually uh, a really wonderful uh, uh, music group. But um, anywho, <laughs> yes, anywho. this is an example of a power ballad, which to me is just – you know, it's a love ballad. It's a, it's a it's a very emotional song about love, but it's power ballad in that there's a lot of driving emotion. And this song, I've talked about this a lot. I I use the word builds a lot when it comes to Taylor Swift songs. This is a great building song where it starts sort of slow, especially the very first sounds that you hear is just the most simple guitar strum. Yes. And what I like about yes. that is that you. I'm assuming it's Taylor playing that guitar. Um, not certain on that, but obviously if she's performing it live, she'll play that simple strum. And it just, mm-hmm. it, it it's clear that this is a very personal song for her. This was self-written. And I could just picture her with her guitar, pouring her heart out with those teardrops on her guitar. And so it starts off that simple, slow strum. And towards the end of the song, especially the bridge, it has been building, and she just really pours out all of her heart and soul into that. Um, which so I, I guess it, power ballads came around from the existence of like in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, um, when rock stars attempted to convey these like strong emotions, but wanted to remain macho. Okay. So so it was like. Like they they needed to retain their what what the internet says macho rocker mystique. No, I don't know if Taylor needed to retain her macho rocker mystique, but like the power ballad is exactly what you said. Like it builds slowly. Often you get a guitar solo that really like gives mm-hmm. that final like yeah. I'm feeling something, but I don't want to <laughs> use words and sound like a sissy, yeah. so I'm gonna just give you. Music, you know, that's a power ballad. That's what we're working with. And you are absolutely right. Like it progresses slowly and we layer in more and more instruments. I looked at the instrument credits. Mm -hmm. There are, in addition to Taylor and Nathan Chapman, 
the producer, 16 other musical artists that play wow. on this track. Yeah. So um, we're getting we're getting a lot of really great sounds in 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 this song. Um, what I noticed is when she sings the lines, it was enchanting to meet you. That's when she gets quiet every time. Like even if she was building, you can hear it. The music kind of gets quiet again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, to me, it's a little bit of her trying to play it cool. Like trying to like check in with herself. Like, oh, like saying it was enchanting to meet you. is just kind of like a really soft and sweet way of saying yeah. like you could even say oh it was so enchanted to meet you to somebody like who was an asshole so like if you if you really were going to play it off well taylor swift at this stage in her life in her career she was still this like innocent young woman who needed yeah. to behave in a certain way so it's almost like her softly speaking enchanting is her holding herself back so she doesn't come off as a crazy woman which right. now she doesn't care how she's represented she is totally her, she's she's grown maturely and and she's very confident in who she is and she speaks about how she was like put into a box especially in her early part of her career this could be part of her doing that she was at this party and she was and maybe we're just getting into the lyrics now. Forcing, yeah, we're getting into for, it. Yeah. Forcing things, faking things, because that's how she was expected to be. But she had to be gentle and delicate all, all the same while. Yeah. As yeah, you started in on. We're going to jump into the Taylor Swift twist of it all. It does. Mm-hmm. The song begins in this. We already said the music is somber, but the lyrics are really somber too. I mean, she talks about. It just gives like a picture of boredom without saying I'm bored, which like ah oh, Taylor, you're amazing. Like it was just like you're a perfect right. way of describing lonely, forcing, faking, insincerity, vacancy. Like old, these are tired, old, tired. These are just like okay, like you can get that point. Like she is just this is dragging on, and you yeah. can just see at the Taylor smile on her face. She did. She had. She was reserved because she felt like she had to be Mm -hmm. and then until she meets him Mm -hmm. in the room and that's when we get that like romeo and juliet kind of the world stops are Um, you picturing claire danes and leonardo dicaprio with a fish tank in between them mm -hmm. yes i was (laughs) i figured you would be that's the moment and and you nailed it when I like I had this written down yes she was still very young to the music industry and so probably meeting other artists was enchanting and then Mm -hmm. it's not just like oh there he is but then she starts to like this is when she starts to sense some flirtation okay this is where we're getting to a line that I am obsessed with Your eyes whispered, have we met? I love that, I mean, that's so, such great writing. Mm -hmm. Because obviously eyes can't whisper, except that they do. Like, you can see that. Yeah, I mean, eyes say so much. Mm -hmm. I think we all have experience with looking somebody in the eyes, and you can almost read their soul. That's what she's conveying here. But but so great is his eyes to her aren't speaking they're whispering like however however way he looked at her she was able to articulate 
exactly how his eyes were communicating with her, not just by speaking, but the, the fact that it's whispering. It's such a unique way to describe how those eyes look to her. And then the, the next line, too, cross the room, your silhouette, is a lovely way to picture that scene where the silhouette is gives a sense of mystery and yes. that's sort of a theme in the song as well is the the mystery behind it too since we know that they don't ever connect ultimately at the end of the day there's just like a mystery of wonderment wonderstruckness and mm-hmm. uh, you know I get that impression with the silhouette she doesn't describe him in any other in any other way right like she will describe joe in many different ways like the blue eyes and like the things that he says to her now Mm -hmm. we get wonderstruck but like you're right all we really get is the silhouette but i think mostly what we get is the feeling that she had from this experience so i think she's enchanted and wonderstruck by this experience, by this idea of someone meeting someone at this party and then having them, like, be flirtatious and and interested in you, too. Like, I think she discovers, like, well, that's fun. It's fun to be charmed by somebody Mm -hmm. yeah, rather than that person themselves because she doesn't end up really knowing anything about them. The fact that she's singing about this party that she's at gives me you're on your own kid vibes where she searches the party for better bodies. She feels uncomfortable at that party. Yeah, totally. But then as soon as they connect, the the words change from those old and tired and vacant to playful Mm -hmm. and childlike and like passing notes in secrecy. Like you get Mm -hmm. this really... This childlike wonder, again, she's leaning into a feeling and not like like a, this like giddy hope, not necessarily at all anything about that person, but just like the, the ability to be able to connect in a moment where she's always really, it was like a big contrast to what she usually experiences there. So this is when we get into the chorus where I think that's when she's kind of gone home. And she's yeah. talking about the sparkling night. Cheers. Drink to that, Sam. Cheers to... cannot believe we both named our cocktails the same thing. I know. I know. So the night is sparkling. Don't you let it go. Here's where I think she is noticing how fun it was to have this experience with a guy who, like, made the night better for her, made the night yeah. sparkle, made her feel special and, like, just gave her these, like, really giddy, happy feelings. And I almost think that she's like, I don't I don't want to. Here's where I'm answering your question. Why didn't they connect? I don't think she wanted to connect. I know that she was thinking. I know that she was wrestling because we're going to get into that in the next chorus. Like, it's 2 a.m. She's still thinking about him. I think there's a part of her that's like, you know what? I just want this night to be sparkling and enchanting in my mind. I yeah. want it to stay like this. Yeah, because she clearly felt so positive and giddy about the whole situation. You don't yeah. want to let that feeling go. And sometimes when you tap into a relationship, it can go sour. And 
this is almost her saying, let, let me just let this fantasy live rent-free in my mind. Yeah. Without, yeah. without you know, seeing, without maybe spoiling it. Yeah. It's like we get a lot of like regret songs from her later. These totally. 2 a.m. like regret songs. Yeah. This isn't to me this is not a regret song. This is a, a this is a time when you can look back and like, oh, I wonder what that would have been like. Mm-hmm. In in a like fun sort of way, but like she's so glad she didn't tarnish it by having like a horrible breakup. Yeah. That she has to like deal with. And I you get even more into this at the very end when she when she says this night is flawless because, like, flawless is perfection. Perfection. And yeah, don't ruin that. Don't touch that. Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. And the only way to keep it flawless is to not move forward. Yeah. To not sadly, to yes. not connect with Adam from Al City. <laughs> Adam from <laughs> Al City. Why did you think it was Owl City? <laughs> Who names? I mean, Owl Owl doesn't sound any better, so I don't know. I just, I just don't think I like the name Owl. <laughs> My apologies to our all of our Owl listeners out there. Uh, you can call me Owl. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with me that she wants to keep it? You know. Maybe she wanted it to go on until he wrote that response song. <laughs> oh, and, and he, Adam. He's, she's not saying, like, Adam, I'm in love with you. But he's saying, Taylor, I'm in love with you. And that's a little, right. that's a little right. um, stage four claim. A little on the nose there, <laughs> Al. He's not, I'm just, I have we'll to just call him Al. Al. I like that better. A little on the nose, he Al. he kind of gives like, me Al vibes. a little bit, he's getting Al vibes. Like, <laughs> A little subtlety. Take some take some cues. Okay, so let's let's continue on. We we get another chorus here where she's she's pacing at two a.m. Gosh, that girl loves a good two a.m. Two a.m. I think of all of the late night hours that she sings about. I think two a.m. is the most popular one. And I've actually thought of that before I heard Enchanted, and then I heard Enchanted, and I was like, oh my god, there it is again. But then what's interesting about that part is like this she's building at this point. She's pacing the energy. Yeah. There's like some intensity that's happening. And then again she says, You would be at my door and I would say, It was enchanted to meet you. And she gets quiet again. Yeah. Like and you could tell this is I think an example of her saying, like, I have a lot of feelings on my head aside from like when I'm away from you, but I'm like still a little nervous. Maybe she was getting some Al City vibes that she needed to like be a little reserved. Um, yeah. Okay. Do we move into our our favorite part of this song? Because we're we're inching closer and closer to the bridge. The banging bridge, Rachel. This we're getting into is the banging bridge. Prime example of a banging bridge because yeah, it moves you right. This yes. inspired a a viral trend. Ten years after it was written, right? Um, because it's very, yeah. very moving. Now it, the, she starts off by singing, "This is me praying that this was the very first page, not where the storyline ends," mm. which sounds to me like "Death by a Thousand Cuts." Uh-huh. When totally, 
What's the lyric in that? We do this all the time. Um, if if the story is over, why am I still, still writing, writing pages? pages. Be- I know that mm-hmm. because I'm obsessed with any line that sounds a little bit like writing. So yeah, of course. Yeah. S- story analogies are my favorite that she writes about. And and unlike Death by a Thousand Cuts, where that story is somewhat over, this yeah. is her praying that the story won't end. But okay, so now we're kind of contradicting, right? Because it well, almost yeah. seems like. Earlier, we said she doesn't want the story to continue. She wants this to live bubbly in her mind. But now she's praying that this is just the beginning and that the story will continue. So maybe she's just confused about the whole thing, right? I don't know. So, Love is a confusing thing. Well, it is. I think she does this a lot in some of her songs where she's like the energy, the, the, the thought process comes in and comes out. We talked about it in Lavender Haze, I think, where she was like, uh, I'm stressed. At, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there. And which is very relatable. I think that she goes back. But I also think maybe the chorus where, where, where the chorus is like present day where she's like her present time that this night is sparkling. Don't you let it go. Like this night is sparkling in my mind. The praying part is her. Then when she goes back to the 2 a.m., the pacing now she's remembering like what she was thinking then Mm. this is me praying this is what this is when i was praying okay i i kind of think that Mm -hmm. that this was the that this was the very first page not where the storyline ends but my thoughts will echo your name until i see you again i think she's saying of course i wanted that because that's what she does in this memory like ooh, what's that story what would that story be and she can keep writing the story in her mind because she has nothing no, it's flawless. So she can keep writing the story and Nothing's imagining it. happened it. yet, really. So yeah. it, it, they're a fresh page on the desk, basically, yes. filling yeah. the blanks as she goes. However, it's it's not they. It's just her. She's still in her mind about this whole thing. Right. Right. So I just think, like, this gets to be an enchanting fairy tale that she can write forever in her mind mm-hmm. at however she wants. Yeah. But, and then we get into the, the soft, best part. Please don't be in love with someone else. And it starts off now, so Sam, quiet. Did you listen with headphones to that? Absolutely, I did. Oh, my friends, Swiggies, <laughs> you must. Yes, you Get must. yourself, if anything, don't do anything in the song. You gotta listen to the bridge, the banging bridge, with headphones in your ears because like, it is an amazing experience. You feel her breathing almost. You sense where she's coming from, and it's like, right. like she's like closing her eyes and she's like praying and she's hoping. And if it's like surrounding your ears, you just feel that it's same not, but energy. Sam, the first "Please Don't Be in Love with Someone Else" is in the right ear only. Okay. Oh. Yes. Okay, so wait. So this is what happens. It's the right ear. And then the second time she says it when it's a more energy, please don't have somebody waiting on you. Taylor, Ooh. call me when you need a backup singer. <laughs> really good. Okay. You might want to put your phone on <laughs> mute. Never mind. Sam's going to cut that part out. Uh. <laughs> so the soft sound is in the right ear. The intense energy is in the left. It's like you have these two confused tailors talking on either shoulder. 
Oh, and that's so interesting. And you and then it plays again, and you could hear you still hear them separately. This like is why we need to just take a moment to appreciate not just Taylor Swift and her songwriting powers, but the people who mix these songs, the producers yes, and the mixers and the sound engineers. They put thought into this, and probably Taylor had some input on this too. Is what's the stereo experience like? And yes. there's many song examples of this. Um, it's so cool. It's okay. so cool. Yeah, and that's like I mean that's my I think that's got to be my favorite part of this like yeah. whole song, which is what brought us to find it in the first place. Yes. And I think that's too why we were both like, wow, I didn't see that. Coming because if the only part you hear of this song is "Please don't be in love with someone else," that was a little better version, by the way. Um, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> that sounds desperate. Okay, so I thought this whole song was going to be about like, and it was called "Enchanted," which which I find it to be like a like a gross. Word. I don't know. I just find it to be kind of like cheesy. I was going to bring this up that she that. Enchanted is a very unique word choice. So what's interesting, I don't know if you heard this, read this. She was going to call this album Enchanted. That was her first idea. Yeah. And Scooter said, no, Taylor. It was Scott, actually. Because Scooter oh. didn't buy Scooter wasn't around until he bought these. Um, okay, well, I get them mixed up. Okay, Scott, he's also an asshole. We also don't like him. Okay. Yeah. Scott Borchetta yes. said, mm-hmm. Taylor you're not writing about fairy tales and enchantment anymore. Like this mm-hmm. album that you're writing is a, is a whole lot more adult like. Mm-hmm. And that might have been the best advice he like gave her in her whole career. I agree. I was going to say that when when I when I hear about how Scott heavily influenced her decisions, I'd hate that, but right. I I think this is this was a really good call because yes. she's she's so much more mature. You get a lot of enchantment fairy tale vibes in Fearless. To name your album Enchanted would sort of just kind of shift the mentality of it and make her go back in time almost to her teenage yeah. years. She still chose the word Enchanted, and it's not my favorite word, but it's it's I love to say iconic. It's a little bit iconic. I mean, it's what made this <laughs> song what it is. Um, so the the definition of Enchanted. Has two different definitions, so it kind of depends on how uh, how you see it. So it can be enchanted, could be placed under a spell or bewitched. That's one version, or filled with delight, charmed. And, and all those things make sense for what she's describing, I suppose. Except those are two different things. So I think maybe if we're going to give Taylor the benefit of the doubt, she was recognizing. That Enchanted was a bit of, it was, it, it seemed like filled with delight. She was like, like she had that feeling of enchantment and she thought, oh, like that's delightful. Like, oh, please don't be with love with somebody else. Wouldn't that be amazing if we could be that? And then she realized, wait, no, it was enchanting, meaning you, I was caught under a spell. I was bewitched by this idea and this is not what I want right now. I just want to mm-hmm. like let that be. And I think maybe the word enchanted is almost like her recognizing how easy it is 
to go fall back into that fairy tale idea that she was singing about in Fearless, and mm-hmm. yet she didn't act on it. She ghosted Al. Okay, she, she was she like hundred, hundred ghosted. What do you call it earlier? Hundo. Hundo, Hundo ghosted Al. Okay, <laughs> and I, like, and there's there's the maturity there, which how great be- that she didn't use Enchanted for the des- describe this album because in the end. She actually wasn't like gonna follow through on that enchantment. Yeah, and a lot of the songs she sings about in Speak Now are actual very real situations yes. that she did go through and that she felt heartbreak from, yeah. um, that she learned from, and that she grew from. But the idea that Enchanted is is sort of like a fairy tale energy, it perfectly describes what she's singing about here because well, again, and she was it, it, Enchanted mind. is like somebody else like put that. Like made her made those decisions, right? Like, or somebody mm, influenced yeah. her. And Speak Now has this, like, no, I will have a say. I will make the decisions here. I will speak now. I will speak now. This was a long song. Um, this is one of her longer almost songs. Six minutes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and, like, of the top five longest Taylor songs, three of them are from Speak Now. She... Yeah really pours her heart out i think so much in this album and don't take my word for it because as you know i really haven't delved into this album but i i'm so excited to get more if if enchanted is the first song i've i know the song mine because that was a single but otherwise enchanted is really the only song i truly deeply know from speak now and i love it so much i love the sound of it so much and i love how much of a power ballad it is. I love the emotion behind it. So I'm I'm just so excited to get to know this album more. I really just need to Same. sit down with headphones and a notepad and um, lyric videos. So more on that to come, Rachel. Yes. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll be getting more into our Speak Now eras as our podcast progresses. Sam, are there any more words that you held back before we leave too soon? Uh <sighs> No. Oh, that was, that was very enchanting. Your <laughs> eyes seem to be whispering. Have we met our song for next week? All right, Rachel. Yes, it is my turn to choose next week's song. And next week, Rachel, is episode number 13. Yes! Taylor's for sure going to listen to that episode. Duh. She loves everything Duh. that has anything to do with 13. So I chose one of my favorite Track 13s. Oh, okay. How familiar are you with the Track 13s? We've, we've already done one. We have done one. That was um, False God? It sure was. And I think yes. that's probably my all-time favorite. Okay, I was going to say, I thought so. Number 13 on 1989 is Clean. Yes! Okay! We haven't. We get to go back to 1989. Okay, I'm so excited. Very excited to get back to 1989. We're going to do Clean mm. for our episode 13. It's a track 13. Meet Spring. me here next week I, for that. I will. Sam, it was really enchanting to meet you for this podcast. But I'm afraid this is where the story ends for us. Sadly, yes. Swiggies, we sure do love hearing from you in between these podcasting days. We really don't want to spend forever wondering 
how you feel. So if you were wonderstruck by this podcast today or anything else from this song or our cocktail recipes, please reach out to us on our social media at Swift and Swigs Podcast. Check out our Substack at swiftandswigspod.substack.com. How amazing is it, Rachel, that you and I created such similar cocktails? I know. The same name. We're going to be posting those on our social media, so be sure to check that out. Give us plenty of love and likes on that. Let us know which one is your favorite. Swiggy's made our podcast name, Swift and Swigs with Sivs, echo in your mind until we meet again next week. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Rachel, we've gotten so good at saying Swift and Swigs with Sivs. I know. We Remember, it was like, Swift and Swigs with Sivs. Swift and Swigs with Sivs. Come a long way. Yeah, we're good at it.